0: Welcome to The Grammar Geek Presents Word Origin Wednesday, the weekly podcast that walks you through a word origin in five minutes or less. I'm Dave Nelson, a.k.a. The Grammar Geek, and this week I explain the origin of the term fake news. Annually, the American Dialect Society chooses a word of the year. On January 5th, 2018, they announced the word of the year for 2017, fake news. It's two words, of course, but it's recently become a singular term. Other nominations for 2017 included Broflake, Milkshake Duck, Dotard, and Cove Feef, or however we're supposed to pronounce C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Anyway, fake news. The American Dialect Society gives two definitions. Disinformation or falsehoods presented as real news, and actual news that is claimed to be untrue. Fake news was in the running for the 2016 word of the year, but it was the addition of that second definition that pushed it to the top spot for 2017. The two halves of fake news, fake and news, have been around for a while, although maybe not as long as you'd think. Fake comes from about 1775, that's fairly recent, when criminals in London used it as slang for counterfeit. News is older. It originated in the late 14th century and came from a French word, literally meaning, new things. In about 1890, people started combining the words, and the term fake news began to appear in print. Its meaning was simple and self-explanatory. It's that first definition given by the American Dialect Society. Disinformation or falsehoods presented as real news. The term existed for more than a century without much notice. Then, in October of 2014, Craig Silverman, the news media editor for the website BuzzFeed, went on Twitter and called out a false story that was making the rounds. The story claimed an entire town in Texas was quarantined after a family contracted Ebola, complete with a fabricated quote from someone at a Texas hospital. It was published on a website called nationalreport.net, which Silverman referred to as a fake news site. According to Silverman, this was one of the first times he, quote, publicly used the term fake news to refer to completely false information that was created and spread for profit. Again, that was in October of 2014. From there, Silverman began keeping track of websites like NationalReport.net, which published nothing but false stories. In 2014, his list contained about a dozen sites. In 2017, it had 167 sites. That's because fake news, and the term fake news, really blew up during the November 2016 presidential election. Among the fake news stories leading up to the election were articles that claimed Pope Francis was endorsing Donald Trump, that Donald Trump had sent his own plane to transport 200 stranded Marines, and that Hillary Clinton had sold weapons to ISIS. All such stories were confirmed as false by several reputable news sources. The term fake news took a turn on January 11, 2017, when Donald Trump held his first press conference since the election. This was when Trump first publicly labeled CNN fake news. Trump continued to use the term fake news as a pejorative for not false stories, but unfavorable stories about him and for the news outlets that published them. These outlets included the aforementioned CNN, along with newspapers like The New York Times and The Washington Post, quite a contrast to obscure websites like NationalReport.net. CNN, The New York Times, and The Washington Post have been around for decades and run fact-checked stories about events that actually happened, unappealing as some of those stories might be to some readers. The fake news sites on BuzzFeed's list run entirely fabricated stories for profit or as propaganda. But Trump's new and oft-repeated use of the term fake news took on a life of its own, hence the American Dialect Society's recognition of a second definition actual news that is claimed to be untrue. It's that second definition that made fake news the 2017 Word of the Year. That's it for this week, folks. Come back next week when I explain the origin of OK. In the meantime, do me a favor. If you enjoy the Word Origin Wednesday podcast, make sure you subscribe to it on iTunes, and please leave me a positive review. Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the underscore geek, where I tweet and retweet about all aspects of English. Until next time, so long, suckers.